And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me, I have Charlie with me. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And I also have Quentin Bennett. Say hello to everybody, Quentin. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and tonight, we are actually talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. This is just us breaking down the trailer, giving a couple of predictions that we think might actually happen in the movie. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen, but, you know, it's fun to theorize, fun to just geek out over... Uh, over this and everything so welcome aboard so let's get on with it so i didn't get a chance to react to the trailer or anything like that because i was still i had laryngitis at the time so therefore i wasn't able to do it do the trailer reaction but i winded up liking what i like what i was seeing and stuff like that especially the stuff with doc Ock. the only thing i have to say that was kind of cringeworthy was what scooby do this crap i felt like that was it now seeing it out of context it looks like it's forced but seeing it without without having the full context and everything makes a difference. To me, I think after I see it in context, I think I might actually be sold on that part. But as far as, is this Doctor Strange? Is this the version of Doctor Strange that we knew from all the other MCU movies? I'm going to say no. I think this is actually going to be the version of the what-if version of Doctor Strange. But what do you guys think? Uh, it's it's a little hard to say. Say because you got the you got a lot of stuff going on now because of Loki and uh, and you got the what ifs going on. There's there's a there's a lot going on here, but I don't think it's the what if Doctor Strange because remember Doctor Strange from what if has that has a look of darkness and everything. So it's not him. I don't think. It could be any any multiple timeline Doctor Strange is possible, but but we can't be too starting about that. What about you though, Charlie? If it's Doctor Strange, I don't think there's a what if version of him. I think it's just it's him. It's Doctor Strange, just the normal guy that we found out from the other the last few movies. I don't think anything's changed. It just he's trying to f- fix what. Spider uh, Peter Parker did, and he's trying to fix it. He's trying to like, trying to pretty much saying you can't save everybody because all the villains died fighting the other Spider Man. Like, there's no way Peter can save everybody, and so Doctor Strange is trying to stop Peter from trying to save everybody because he's trying to fix the timelines. So it's like I don't, I don't think it's a what if version of Doctor Strange. Is this the Doctor Strange? Because there's a lot that what Quinn just said. There's a lot has happened from WandaVision to Loki to uh sun chi there's a lot of time there's a, and then and then like the whole the timelines are all breaking in so that's why you have all these people from different universes coming in from multiverse so you try to contain it all and try to fix it to one one contained timeline yeah there's not oh. to mentioning not to, not to mention the netflix characters are now might be popping up in in this too it's just there's like multiple multiple things happening all at once we we are getting so uploaded we're gonna explode <laughs> by the end of this movie i think i think so too i think this is gonna be one of those mind-blowing spider-man films that we're not gonna expect something especially the ending i'm thinking that it's gonna be one of those mind-blowing things where we're gonna be talking about it um all through the whole our entire lives to be honest with you especially when we had in-game and um, people still talk about the grand finale of in-game and yeah. everything. So I'm thinking this is going to be right up there on that same level as Endgame, to be honest with you, as far as people talking about it, the hype with it. I think that this is just going to be on that same level. Um, also, too, I'm thinking that uh, with the whole entire deal where you wind up seeing MJ falling and then you see Peter trying to save her, I think either Andrew Garfield is going to, Spider Man is going to go in there and save her to have redemption for him with Gwen to give him a redemption story or it could just be um when I, another thing that could actually happen it might not even happen that way it could just be peter saving mj having the opportunity to save mj and doing things that uh the andrew garfield spider-man couldn't do and stuff like that and be like the only spider-man that was able to save his girlfriend from actually free falling to her death and all and stuff like that. So that's what I'm thinking on that level, as far as that goes. Or they always uh, kill her. There's that too. 
Like honestly, I don't I think they're it. gonna kill him. I, I really don't. I, I mean, it's a dark. This is gonna be a darker version. And to go on your hype, I get a feeling that everybody's re- hyping this up so much. There's gonna be a huge letdown. There's gonna be a seriously a, huge yeah. letdown. I mean, the fact that tickets have already sold, like yeah, it's all sold out. And already first days of Endgame, like the hype for Endgame, yeah, it was great. But then again, not many people want to go back and watch Endgame again. Same with Infinity Wars. After you see Infinity, like for me, the the, the, the hype for Infinity Wars, seeing it like Infinity War, seeing it for the first time was great. But the more you yeah. watched it, it just loses that effect. And that's what yeah. it happened with Endgame. Like, there, like, sure, the hype is well warranted for this movie. I think we're blow. I think the hype for this is blown up to astronomical levels. There's going to be some disappointments. Like there yeah, can be a real chance that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in this movie. They yeah. may seem like they are, but they're not. Like I'm hoping it doesn't go that way. I kind of want to see them show up in this. Yeah, there's a real chance that everybody's hyping this up like so much. There's going to be a huge letdown. And, and then that, that and then you're right. People are going to talk about it, but it won't be in the in the the best way possible. Like this is going to be a dark movie. Like there's going to be a lot of dark stuff in this movie that I think I think it's going to push the PG-13 rating. So this ain't going to be all kid friendly like that last one was, and especially the ending, especially when they revealed. Like that's why I think we're going dark. Well, this they were all PG-13. I mean, they weren't. I know, all PG- but they've been pushing it with a. The uh, PG thirteen rating with uh, with the Amazing Spider Man series, and also but, to uh, the uh, Tom but, Holland uh, ones too. But like you said, said it could be a big letdown because because people, like you said, with the end game, people just want to watch it once and don't want to watch it again. It's not like uh, like uh, like how Lord of Wings was when you just want to watch it again and again and again. They won't get tired about it because it's just so epic. You just get, don't get tired about it because of the way it's done. But this is like a how can I say it is? It's like a it's like drinking a Mountain Dew, then you shake it and and you drink it again, and it just feels flat. <laughs> I, I here's the thing though too. I feel like us as fans, we do hype things up to where we're let down because it doesn't go according to our theories or anything like that, and therefore we wind up getting let down. But in some retrospect, though, I feel like that Andrew and Toby is in there because it does make sense for them to be in there because of the fact that you have all these other villains coming in. And what what sense would it make to have the villains and not have Andrew in there and or Toby in there? To me, it, it has to have type some type of correlation to where it has to have some kind of cohesive atmosphere for them to bring them in. And I think that having all the villains from the other universes is the way that they're going to do it. But that's just me speculating. But would I like to see Toby and Andrew? Yes, I would love to see them. But Andrew's been denying, denying, denying over and over again. Even on the Today Show, he was frustrated because of the fact that all people want to talk about is uh, Spider-Man whenever he just gave a lightning performance on Netflix for his new film for that musical that he did. And it's like, nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody just wants to talk about Spider-Man, but you know, I'm, I'm still saying that Andrew and Toby are in it. But my thing is this, everybody's been asking Andrew, but Toby hasn't been answering any questions at all. So maybe it could just be Toby. That might just be in this movie. It's, that's also another possibility. It's possible. Hmm. Well, no, I mean, my point is the fact that everybody's like, of most people, when you ask them what is their anticipated movie this year, they said this movie. And there's so much talk, so much people are buying the tickets for this. There's a chance this is not going to go what people are <laughs> expecting. And it's going to not, it's going to do well, like opening weekend. And maybe into the Christmas holiday, but after that, it depends because of how well this is received. And especially if this is a long movie, because there's there's a lot. This cannot be like this is going to yeah. be at least two and a half hours. It's and if it's long. at least if it's two and a half hours, are people going to be willing to want to sit through to another two and a half hours again if they like if they know already know what happens and kind of like, 
like if they and they know all the the surprises so i don't know i think the hype mm. for this is really 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 high i i'm and, hoping it does well and i really want it to but there's a real real like at least 50 50 this is going to go really well or it's going to go bad and if it goes bad then, then and then i don't want it to go bad but i'm, I'm just trying yeah. to like just set the record straight like we're hyping this up like is the next time is this my anticipated movie of the year no some some i have it i have the matrix above it for me personally yeah it's, and nobody's uh, talking about that everybody's talking about this but yet the the movie that probably has the potential chance to actually have long legs because again they're two different franchises i think with spider-man once hmm. you see the reveals I mean, and if you enjoyed them, yeah, you probably might see it again, but you probably will wait till on Blu-ray or that or, or on demand. I don't know if people will go go out to see it again. Like, if everybody's seen it opening weekend, it's going to be front-loaded. So that's the thing. But if, if, like I said, if there's a lot of people that don't show up in this movie, they're gonna people are going to be like, they're going to blame it on this because they got their hypes yeah. so high. And that's why the director is like, and I was like, just like just reading from the Wikipedia page, the director is talking about. He goes, um, I think. Um, oh, I didn't know about that. Well, yeah, I think the, the director says, um, team says that there's no hurry to no in no hurry to confirm or deny appearances of several characters. With Watts saying speculations were unconfirmed rumors, while Feek said rumors are fun as many of them are true, many of them are not true, and caution audiences exper- expectations from the rumors to be excited about the film that is made rather than focusing on what was not done because that, 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 that's, that's what we're doing right now. We're doing all the speculation and all the people are going to be in it or not. But if there's so much hype with these villains in it, and yet to, if Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in it, people are going to feel like, wow, they're going to, they're going to feel let down. And that, and that, that's, that's a problem if we're hyping yeah. up to like the next coming of the next all time great movie. Like the Tom Holland movies, they're entertaining, they're just too lighthearted. Like no way. Like the well, first one, Homecoming, yeah. was really lighthearted. The second one had some intense moments, but was really more lighthearted. This one seems to be darker, and I think they need to push the envelope with this one. Um, like I mean, because I mean, the the Tobey Maguire ones, they were not as lighthearted. They were pretty dark. Like the Spider-Man, yeah, they have very was, dark moments in them. Yeah, yeah and then the Spider-Man Two, that was just campy. But and it was not. It was campy. It had some dark moments, like at the end of the first one, and then them killing Gwen Stacy. But a lot of people, it wasn't as dark because everybody knew what was going to happen. Like I think, like this one, they're just too lighthearted, and I don't think they need they need to get away from the lightheartedness and need to start getting kind of edgy. I think one of the reasons why why this is happening is because of of the Spider Verse mm-hmm. movie. Yep. Many many people saw that movie, and and we all know how well that did that that movie did. That exactly. movie did extremely well, and and it and it's groundbreaking for animation as well. And here's the thing with that: I enjoyed uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. I enjoyed seeing all the different Spider Man and stuff like that. I wanted to see a live action adaptation into it. Just seeing what direction that they go in with it is another story and the delivery of it and seeing if they can actually do the payoff with it. Now, my philosophy was this. And I know that Variety said that there's rumors speculating that Tom Holland will return, but there's not any uh, significance if he is or not and stuff like that. But still, it makes me speculate this, all right? That if they're going to go on ahead and not sign Tom Holland, he's going to be into the Sony verse and everything, probably. I think Venom is going to go ahead, pull him into the Sony verse. Guess what? I'm thinking that Miles Morales might actually get pulled into the MCU, and Miles Morales might be the face of the MCU and everything since they can't have uh, Tom Holland in. Now they can. I don't think they can have a. They can't have Miles Morales as well because that's also owned by Sony as well. Right, that's also owned by Sony. But I'm still thinking that they can do a swap. It's like you know trading players in a sense, where it's like okay, well I'll trade you Tom Holland, uh, Spider Man for Miles Morales, Spider Man. So he might actually be carrying the mantle for. Um, for that, I think there's going to be a swap somewhere, probably, 
within this universe may, might be happening. But that's just me speculating, but that's also a little bit far-fetched. But, you know, it's just me thinking because of the fact that there's always a cause and effect. Like, for instance, Venom could be the one who pulls Tom into the Sony-verse. Then you don't have a Spider-Man in the MCU universe, so therefore there has to be somewhere, someone coming in to this other universe to pick up the pieces that Tom has done. So I'm thinking that maybe uh, Miles might actually show up, which I'm okay with now. Before I was like, I'm not sure if people would gravitate towards Miles Morales because not that many people know about Miles or anything like that. And so at that time, nobody even knew about Miles or another Spider-Man or um, someone of a different race being Spider-Man other than us who read comics and things like that. The average moviegoer only knows them as Peter Parker. Nobody knows about Miles Morales until Into the Spider-Verse. So Into the Spider-Verse was actually a brilliant idea to bring Miles out front and center into the into that kind of universe. Like, oh, wait, there's another uh, person aside from Peter Parker, and it happens to be Miles Morales? Nope. And mind blown, everybody would go out and see this movie. And, you know, I think that this would actually do good in a live-action adaptation, depending on how they handle it. But, you know, like I said, I might be going a little too far-fetched with my theory as to Venom bringing Tom Holland into the Sony-verse and everything, but I'm still thinking that's going to happen. But if there's some type of deal, let's say, for instance, that this is a box office smash. Let's say, for instance, that... um, Let's say, for instance, that there's positive word of mouth, especially after the third weekend, because that's what it counts the most is the third weekend. Um, at the, in the movies, and people are having positive word of mouth. Next thing you know, it we get reports of saying Tom Holland signed on to play Spider Man, they worked out their deal, so therefore that demolishes the whole entire idea of me thinking that he's gonna be only in the Sony verse and everything. So, you know, that's just me thinking. But what about you? What do you what about you guys? What are the exact opposite? They pulled Venom into. The, uh, the MC verse because I think they've already done that with the end of the uh, the post credit sequence. Like if anybody hasn't seen Venom two, I haven't. So yeah, well, <laughs> it's it's it, 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 the post credit scene again was the worth the price of a mission, and that was like the mid credit sequence. Um, but I'm not gonna get into here. But what if they pulled Venom into the MCU verse already? Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out whenever I get a chance. I still haven't seen Venom. Uh, been wanting to. It's just I'm behind on my movies, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good movie. Let's, you should check it out. Yeah, let's just say that like oh, the 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 credit sequence is like what everybody's talking about from that movie is that was like the price of a mission for the movie. I liked the movie. I thought it was entertaining. It was Carnage is this scariest shit, and, and like he was like that. Yeah. But the post credit scene. Was the uh, was worth the price of admission because of what it, what what happened in it? So I'll yeah, just it was, yeah. Strangely, uh, strangely, Venom let that be carnage was more of a love story, <laughs> sick love story than anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. That. Um, but uh, I mean, there's no <laughs> denying Spider Man is going to be a huge hit. It's coming out the weekend, like literally the weekend before Christmas, like yeah. literally. So it's got a couple weekends that. Um, so I think it, and it, it helps that it has the PC 13 rating. So it's got to keep legs because yeah. there's so much stuff coming out on Christmas, the week of Christmas. Like you got, you got, like, I think you got like a movie for like every audience essentially. Yeah, like, there's, there's a lot of movies coming out of this. this and part. like, I mean, I could, again, like I'm going to try to hopefully if I can see Spider-Man that opening weekend, if not, I'll probably wait for a couple weeks to see it because for me, the my highest priority if I don't see Spider Man first, I'm seeing Matrix because I've been I've been <laughs> waiting for the Matrix, this new one. For I'm just there's now. no Agent Smith in that one. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm sold on it because it comes out and the thing is the Matrix comes out on the 22nd, so it's like right there. So it's like it's got like five days for Spider Man and Spider Man's been gonna like easily make over 100 week 100 mil opening weekend. What yeah, it is think- after that, that's the thing. And like I said, and the problem is if it's a long movie, if it's like 
past the two and a half hour mark, there's not many screens like uh, like there's so many screens can that so like they, they got because there's limit the amount of sh- showings each theater can get. So and I think that the Matrix is around that around that two and a half hour mark. And for that movie, yeah, that that movie needs to be that long to fill in the gaps. But yeah, and one speech of thirty ones are. But if word of mouth isn't good for Spider-Man, it, that, that's the thing. So it's going to be well front-loaded opening weekend. What it does after that, it could have that huge drop like Black Widow did. Luckily, Spider-Man yeah. isn't going to be on the Disney Disney Plus or Disney Plus yeah. access. I, I, think they, I think Disney learned their lesson on that whole deal. Yeah, and they lost money from that too, and good. If they did, uh, they, they, they paid ScarJo what she's earned. But. Yeah, they... They they made a lot of mistakes in that ordeal, and they and they paid for it greatly, deeply, in their pockets as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not bashing Spider-Man for the sake of bashing. I'm just saying let's yeah. let's That's like everybody right. just let's like every the hype for this is so high, it's almost inevitable for a letdown. So you already see. Let's just limit our expectations a little bit, so you don't get too um, disappointed in it. Sure, would I love to see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire? Yes. Um, do I like I said, I'm like I'm glad I'm getting to see the other villains back. Let's just hope they don't do this villain overload, like because that, that can be a huge problem with so much yeah. little screen time and less. Like I think most of the screen time will be going to Doc Ock. I think he's right. going to get the most screen time. Well, yeah, next to him and Willem Dafoe, right? Likely. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah, Doc Ock for a minute though, too, because that's something else I wanted to talk about. Now, I'm thinking that we're going to get the good side of Doc Ock. We're not going to get the ugly side of Doc Ock. I thought I know that before, you know, like Dr. Strange said, the main motivation behind these villains is to hunt down Peter Parker, hunt down Spider-Man, and that was the main objective. But seeing that this is not uh, the Spider-Man that he was looking for, or you know, um, but I'm thinking that we're going to get the Doc, Doc Ock that we got whenever he was tearing down his machine at the end of Spider-Man 2 where he was more redeemed. And I think that's the version we're going to get for Doc Ock. Well, the thing about the thing about Otto Octavius, Dr. Octopus, he he's always even in the comics, he always helps, helps Spider-Man every once in a while, but it's always for his <laughs> own gain. That's true. So, so he's so he might be helping this Spider-Man, but he's probably planning something else. With the other Spider-Mans, yeah. Possibly. And there's not to mentioning not to mention what's going not not to mention at at the at one of the scenes that showed that the universe is universe is starting to crack up again and, and it might show a, a bigger threat than the than that Sensor Six. As well. Speaking of Sinister Six, you know, I was thinking, okay, the reason why we didn't see a Spider-Man in the Sony versus because they're introducing us to all these villains first. All these villains are out on the streets. Later and later on, they're gonna probably introduce Spider-Man to the point where he has to go out on an arrest. uh, You know, pretty much going on fighting these villains sometime later on. And I like the fact that they introduce us to these villains first before they introduce us to uh, another Spider-Man. If they want to go with a different Spider-Man, if they want to change it up and just use a Spider-Man for the Sony-verse or whatever, I'm glad they just introduced us just to the villains themselves because I like the villains. I like Morbius. I like Venom. I like Carnage. So just seeing them on the screen makes me even happier. <clears throat> what about you guys? Though? Yeah. I mean, yeah, those those villains were are pretty neat and everything, but and they made uh, some changes with some of the villains like Electro and and I noticed they did some changes with Doctor Octopus a little bit and and Green Goblin, but just little changes. But we it looks like they didn't make too much changes with the other villains, but except for those three right there, they were the popular ones. But there's no vulture as of yet, or, or Mysterio, or anything else, or even Sarko or Tinkerer. 
a rhino, thank God. Paul Giamatti oh. is a rhino. Thank God they're not going to have him in there. Well, it's not his fault. The script no. screwed him over. No, like, because no, Paul Giamatti is a, a script and uh, It was a script and, and the director's decision on the cost, on the costume and everything. Mm-hmm. Movies is terrible in general, though. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean but um, like I said, I mean, I think like it's great having all these villains in there. How long they're in this movie? That's 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 the the thing because I think a lot of them are just going to show up at the end, and I think we'll probably be left with a cliffhanger or something, or some of that nature. Or like again, one of those things. Again, it just seems like that, that, that we could have an Infinity War situation where yeah. they, they show the sequence where you see the Hulk running as the Hulk, the team running like when like that that one shot in the Infinity War trailer, all of them were running. That was not even in the movie. Yeah, so much misleading. Yeah, because Hulk was he turned into a yeah, horse. I was I was so disappointed. So again, I don't know. Like, like they'll probably show up at the end of the movie. Like again, I again I don't know how long. Like what what point these are going to show up? But I could see it could be the last twenty minutes, and I think that just doesn't do them justice. Because if you have them all show up. I mean, you gotta have equal fit footing now. You can't just like. I mean, Doc Ock's great. I'm glad he's back in it. And I think, I think the reason he becomes good is because I think uh, Peter Parker fixes him, so he doesn't. So he's not as bad anymore. Because I think it's a lot of a lot to do with his uh, with his tentacles. That's what kind of turned him evil in a sense. So I think somebody this. Re- I think P- Peter or Strange reworks it, so he might be helping to a degree. Again, I don't know. I mean, again, the trailer is a trailer. It's nothing until yeah. we actually see the actual movie. Because a lot of this, what we talk about, I mean, I mean, we, and we could be getting a whole different movie. The villain could be Doctor Strange, and Spider Man has to fight Doctor Strange. Again, I don't know. This is all this. Yeah. So, again, I don't know. I mean, so, let's just, every from the trailer, we can, like, we can pick point. But until we actually see the movie, nothing really that. Because, again, that yeah. sequence where the Spider Man show up, they could end the movie as soon as they show up. <laughs> yeah. And, and or, uh, we, we, yeah, I'm thinking that the whole misdirection, because remember, they did misdirection before, <laughs> excuse me, um, <clears throat> with um, Endgame. Well, not Endgame, Infinity War. Yeah, that's what we just talked about. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole, that's what yeah. I wanted to talk about, that yeah. too. But I want to go more into it, though. They did misdirection on that. They could actually have it to where you know how you have um, something invisible hitting another villain. It could actually be one of the other Spider-Man that they're actually actually holding off, and then just went on ahead and did something totally different, or it could just be nothing at all and just be a whole different scene altogether where that scene doesn't even happen. Yeah, <clears throat> do a whole misdirect on it. I mean, that's why they got to play a fine line between the misdirection and actually like, ach- like yeah. achieving what people want, because if you keep like if they did that. And none of the other Spider-Man show up. People will be kind of left out on it because mm-hmm. they, that's all the talk has been about is the other Spider-Man in this movie. None of them are in it. It, 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 it kind of like it, it's kind of kind of leave a sour taste in everybody's mouth because everybody wants these guys to show up in it. That that's that's all the talk. It's not about Tom yeah. Holland's performance. It's everybody else being in this movie. And and then again that again this it could like overshadow what the movie's trying to do. So again, that, again, that 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 leads to the whole hype thing too. So just like that. So the directors, like they got to nail this. So there's so much hype on this. They got to they got to come out with a perfect movie. And then I think the, the MCU hasn't come out with a perfect movie. I would probably say Winter Soldier. I think. For yeah, that, for that. I agree with that. Um, I mean, Sun Chi had its moments, and they was great. <laughs> but is it a perfect movie? No. Like mm-hmm. I, I think for me, like they haven't hit, like they haven't hit that, that because after the Winter Soldier came out, everybody's minds were blown, and Civil War had really good moments in it, but was it a perfect movie? No. Like Infinity Wars, like the first time was great, but is it perfect? No. I think the Winter Soldier is that, so they got to nail this if they want, like, it, like if, if if they want to like continue on with this because everybody's expecting multiverse. You keep promising yeah. in all the shows you've done multiverse. Changing timelines, doing it in it's all about multiverse. If they yeah. don't need a multiverse, DC yeah. can end up looking at like the All Stars the way, the way yeah. we're going. Yeah, I think 
And it's also depending on who's going to be the main, the actual main villain in this. Yeah. Because going by the looks of things, the way Doctor Strange's been acting, there's going to be a bigger threat than those Sensor Six. So it could be Mo. It could be Mo Fist. I can't say his name now. Mofisto. Mofisto. Got tongue tied there. It's it could okay. be Mofisto. Could be. Could be again. Maybe Drello Darkness again. Could be. Uh, then again, it could be Mofisto because because he plays a big big part in Spider-Man stories. And if they do, if they do something stupid with, with what they did with the, with the comic books, they'd be in deep trouble. If if they have Tom Holland, I don't make a deal with him like they did in the in the comics. You see, another thing that I want to mention mention though too is there's also me speculating. Remember when Doctor Strange goes, "I can't hold them all off; they're all coming through." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at that moment we're gonna have the. I think we're going to have where we have this big old huge event that happens where we'll have those Spider-Mans coming in at that time. That's just me speculating. I could be wrong. But another thing, though, too, is this. That could be actually the cutoff. That could actually be them cutting it off at that time. And it goes into Doctor Strange and the Multiversal Madness. And I'm thinking that now here's the thing. I theorize the fact that maybe with WandaVision, while, our, while her world's all happy, our world is being torn apart, and then that's when the X-Men and all the other things happen. Now, I'm thinking on the other end, where now, maybe this is where all the multi, where Doctor Strange says, I can't control them all. I'm thinking this is where we have all of the Marvel Universe coming in, the X-Men coming in, the Fantastic Four coming in. But we just don't see them yet. But I'm thinking that's when it happens. But like I said, it's just a theory. I'm not going for verbatim or anything like that. It's not fact. It's just something that I'm thinking about. And I did buy it. I did buy my Spider-Man tickets because I am hyped up. So yeah. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think it I think it might be Mephisto that's trying to come through. And I'm afraid that Peter Parker will be making a deal with him to in order to save the multiverse, or at least his universe. And MJ, and by 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 having by sacrificing his relationship with MJ by saving everybody. Mm. Now, let's, like the, let's the go comics, on that for a probably have a big drawback if they do that. I'm not too sure. Well, let's go on that theory for a minute. Mephisto can shapeshift, right? Yeah. So, what if Mephisto is Doctor Strange, for instance, and does the spell? I mean, there's possibilities of different things happening. I'm still thinking this might be the what if Doctor Strange because he was also the bad guy in What If, and that What If storyline. I don't and, think I don't think Mephisto is actually able to turn into actual people that exist. I know he can morph into a, to a child one time, and that, oh, it was like another one. He turned into an old man or a woman. I never seen. I don't think in the comics I actually seen him turn into other characters. That's usually a Loki thing, than anything. That's true. Because okay, you want to hit Charlie? Sorry. About I said that. it could be the scrolls <laughs> because we're getting Secret Invasion. I guess then again the scrolls exist in Spider-Man's universe since they were literally at Peter Parker's school and mm. that the scrolls yeah. were. Agent, uh, we're like we're uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill in the last yeah. movie, so could be a scroll version of Doctor Strange, which I don't think is likely. Um, possible, because, but I don't know. It's just like again, idea because the Scorpion Secret Invasion and the scrolls are like a huge part of it, and that seems to be the that seemed to be the iconic thing, especially with the way uh, WandaVision ended, especially um. The uh, the person's like, hey, um, your mom worked with your dad. Like, um, your mom worked with a friend of mine who's up in space. He wants to talk to you. That's Mer- um, Monica Rambeau. Um, again, could it be scrolls. I don't know. It could be anybody, really. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. Uh, Sorry, it, could, it could be. It could be Fin Fang Foom, the dragon. 
Because he's because Fin Fang Foon was a dragon that can shape shift into anybody, and uh, and his his alien species are able to do that too. So they might be using using them. And and the Mandarin's wing is from and the Mandarin's wings is from Fang Foon Fang Fang Foon's planet as well. So that's a possibility. True. Also, too, this might be a good way for them to put Craven the uh, Hunter in here, too. As well. Yeah. I'm just Hopefully saying. Hopefully they don't miscast him. Well. They already casted him already. Yeah, they did. Um, I think it's Kick-Ass. Oh, that, oh what's his name? Mm. Uh, Aaron, T- A- Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think. Yeah. Yep. Well, good. Uh, it'd, it'd be kind of messed up if they, if they like got someone like Adam Sandler to play Wait Craven the Hunter. <laughs> no. <laughs> at, at this Adam point, Sandler. I'll be asking, "Can I get my <laughs> refund?" Okay. <laughs> well, you won't be able to get your you won't be able to get, <laughs> you be able to get your refund if you if you sat for the whole movie. Then I say, I know, say "Sorry, sucker." <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go on ahead. If Adam Sandler shows up in 15 minutes of the movie, because I know the rules, you have to be there for 15 minutes of the movie. If the and you can get a refund, if you go past I be that, it like this the whole time. <laughs> I got my refund back in a in a 90 minute movie. 30 minutes in, so mm-hmm. it's where right. it works. Right, you just don't sit for the whole movie. But yeah, where I I got my money back in a shitty movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of wonder if they're gonna have the chameleon and the chameleon and Craven the Hunter. Hmm, that'd be interesting. That would be. Um, I do have a qu- question for you, Quentin. Um, yeah. You know how we saw that black Spider-Man suit, and he had yeah. like the Doctor Strange kind of powers and stuff. Was that anywhere in the comic books or whatever where he had kind of those abilities or anything like that? Well, there was a there was a bunch of comic books with uh, what if what if Spider-Man was became social supreme, but that was about it. I mean, never really have any 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 real interest in right. magic. I don't think. Right. That's what is throwing me off, though. Too is like, what is this? Like, what with that Spider-Man suit and stuff like that? It's throwing me off a little bit because I'm like, what? Where does this Spider-Man exist at? Because I don't remember ever reading anything about that. And I could be wrong, yeah. but well. Well, this is this is a this is a version of the story, so they probably this is probably from Disney idea, or it could be from Sony. But but going by looks thing, looks like Peter Parker probably merged something with the suit when he we built it. Does the fight the Sinister Six possibly? Mm. Okay, so we could have altered it the suit a little bit then. Because because you know you know how you know how it is. They gotta. They gotta make that money with merchandising. True. Those hot toys have to sell. Yeah, they got. They well. got to sell. They got to sell the McDonald's toys. <laughs> well, he's he's got. He, he's able to build his stuff. I mean, he's got the help from like from like Happy Hogan, and because yeah. that, that's how he built a suit in uh, Far From Home. In uh, Far From Home, he built a suit from while well, listening to ACDC. Well, yeah. uh, so he's able to build a suit, and I'm pretty sure there's some like art tech in it that allows him to do it. Like. Again, at some point, like Tony Stark is like he's still in this universe somehow. Like even though he's dead, but he's always yeah. he's, just like he's helping Parker out some way. Like yeah, yeah. I'm still to be honest with you. I wish they would leave Tony out of the MCU now. Because yeah. I'm just well, at least, tired. At least, of... At the very least, leave leave him out of Peter Parker's life. Yeah, because here's the thing, man. I I feel like it's becoming repetitive. It seems like all all of Tony uh. Tony's uh, enemies is coming after Peter and everything. It's just yeah. like Civil War all over again. Where or where basically all we have is villains from Tony Stark's uh, family tree of villains that are coming after him because they pissed he pissed them off at some point well, or another. Well, the thing is, like a Vulture and Mysterio are actually. Actually, Spider-Man villains, but they're making them act like they're actually Iron Man's villains. But that's what's driving me crazy because they 
because in the comics, the reason why Vulture, Vulture had an in for Spider-Man because he pulled his his crime spree, you know, and everything like that. And same with Mysterio. Mysterio, I say Mysterio has a more personal agenda with with Spider-Man in the comics because because Mysterio blames blames Spider-Man for messing up his movie set. If I remember correctly, right? Yeah. I mean, we can want Tony out to be out of the, the MCU, but if as long as Peter's dealing with the Avengers and dealing with Nick Fury and them, it's it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing. It's just because it's the like it's the building off. Where do we go from here? Um, you can't really get rid of somebody that's been a part of it from the get go. So it's kind of hard to do that. Well, Peter Parker, Spider-Man has always been a loner in the comics. Right. Because remember, he he will help out with the Avengers when if they ask for his help. But he will. He was your neighborhood Spider-Man. Still, but he he always keeps a very arm's length. Arm's length with him, with I think with virtually everybody. He, I think the only only team he had in the comics he stay very close to it's the Fantastic Four, which makes sense. Because of the because of how sciencey Peter actually is, yeah, he actually looks up to Reed Richards more than Tony Stark in the comics, if I recalled. Yeah, and he, actually right. and he actually was best friends with the with the Human Torch. But let's see, enough. I think that's everything I had wanted to cover as far as the trailer and stuff like that goes. <laughs> but I am hyped as far as. Um, what I want out of it, I'm hoping that we actually get Andrew and Toby, and that it is a successful. Well, of course, it's going to be a successful film, but then you have the word of mouth coming out the second week uh, during that weekend that could actually demolish the whole entire deal to the point where it doesn't even make anything back. All I'm saying is, let's everybody let's just lower expectations, not going in thinking wanting the moon. Knowing in like a spec. I've not seen a movie with this much hype before until this one right now. Like, I mean, there's there's been a there's other movies that came out this year that are like that were worth the like that were had a hype, but not as much as this movie, especially with everything that they got going for it. So I'm just saying let's let's not let's let's like let's go in expecting a few things, but not expecting the moon. And then once we get disappointed, attack the movie. Because we we were wrong on our expectations, and the media was wrong, everybody was wrong. Let's everybody's going with like with decent expectations, but not like in the middle. Nick, not low, not super high. Let's go in the middle, and then it, not many people will be disappointed. And this movie will be that. But if, if but I think the other thing too is it's the the twist. They gotta be good enough that everybody can be shocked, but not shocked enough to go back in and like it kind of like so you kind of lose the experience because that's what yeah. unfortunately that's what happened after infinity war and endgame once everybody saw what happened in it it lost the effect not many people want to go back and sit through it again like especially in infinity war like i was getting tired for a lot of it because i've already seen everything that happened in it and, and that lost the effect and that's why i like that's why i had deadpool 2 as my number one of 2018 because deadpool 2 had those moments, but you weren't tired of it. And I was kind of tired of, like, like I said, that's why I didn't want to go see Infinity War again in theaters because I saw it twice and I already lost the effect for me. So if, if they, like, if, like, you have twists big enough, have them big, but have them big enough to actually want to co- make you come back so you can pick up stuff. Not here, boom, 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 here. Okay, I don't need to go see the theater again. I can always wait till DVD. Like you gotta make sure you can get people back into the theaters. And that's the that's the thing. Well, see, I was like it. that with Doctor Strange. I saw it twice. I saw certain Marvel films uh, twice. To be honest, I didn't go back for Civil War because I didn't because it was such an emotional movie in a sense. Because you have Steve and you have Tony fighting up against each other. To the point, by the time you're out of the movie, you just ha- you're just so filled with emotion to the point where your body is just like, I don't think I can go through this again. This how that's actually pretty much the same reaction I got 
when I saw 12 Years of Slave. I only saw that movie once, and that was it. I didn't feel like the need to go back to see that film. And that's exactly how I came walking out of Civil War, where I felt like, okay, I've seen it once. My I, my emotions are pretty much, you know, shot because of the emotions between Tony and uh, Steve to the point where I'm like, eh, I can wait until Blu-ray to see this. As a matter of fact, I bought it. And... Yeah. You know, that's how I felt coming out of it. So I definitely understand where you're coming from, Charlie, because, you know, I've seen at least, let's see, I saw Doctor Strange twice in theaters, um, Civil War once, Guardians of the Galaxy once, Volume 2, Volume 1 once. But I have seen other films more than once when going, going into a comic book film to catch up on some Easter eggs and yeah. stuff like that because it's actually fun to go to the theater to catch up on some Easter eggs, if they actually have the Easter eggs there. But Infinity War and Endgame, I didn't go and see that twice because of the emotional level and the impact of that film, those films as well. Yeah. But that's so just I, gonna, Yeah. So for this one, like I said, you got to be able to get, like you said, you got to be able to, people want to go see this again. Because if you reveal everything, and it's like, oh, okay, I already know. There's no, nothing in that, that, that. That's why the drop off is going to be so bit critical. For this movie, if, if if people want to come back to it, like I know it's it's yeah. looking out because it comes out of the holiday weekend, but it's so jam packed in that small period. There's so much out there, so it's got you got to have those things to get them to get you back in to see yeah. it again. And and that, that, that's that's the big that's the big question that they got to answer. Like I mean, mm-hmm. are like are the reveals big enough that are big and people are going to talk about it, but yet big enough to bring you back? And that's that's the big question. This has got to affect because again, I don't even know how much this movie costs. I would say it's probably at least two hundred, like probably in the one fifties to two hundred. How much this costs? It might, it might be, it might be the, it might be the same, same amount as as either Infinity War or Endgame. In my, in my opinion, it could be about the same same amount of money. Yeah, at least a little close. Right. So far, I don't know how much budget <laughs> is or anything like that. It doesn't show how much the budget is for No Way Home. So I'm thinking we'll get that once we actually get the grousing and all that stuff later yeah. on. But um, as far as this episode goes and everything, are you got if you guys get everything that you wanted to say out and everything? Well, or is there something more? I want to show up in this. I don't know if they will like. I, I personally want Matt Murdoch to show up as Peter's <laughs> lawyer, but not yeah. Daredevil yet. Wait, wait for that. And I'm, I got a feeling we got, we're going to see Wilson Fisk way before like Spider-Man's even out. Like I'm pretty sure by the time Hawkeye's over, I'm pretty sure we'll see Wilson Fisk in that. So we know. I love me some Wilson like, Fisk. I, 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 I have a feeling of Vincent the Ofero because I think when Hawkeye came out, he was tweeting about it and he's like, he had some eyeballs. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely invested in this. Like, like, so I don't know if he's kind of teasing that he's in this. I don't know, but if we can get some Daredevil in this, like, that'd be great. Am I expecting it to happen? I know, absolutely not. I, I don't. I, would I like it happen? Sure. But then again, I think with Matt Murdock in it for this movie or this type of movie, with so many people in the movie, it could be oversaturated, and that that's the other problem too. Right. Oversaturation with so many people coming into I'm this. I'm fine with him just showing up as the lawyer for Peter. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. but like, but yeah, if yeah, that's, that's that good. Burn, yeah, good. That's good. Minutes. That's good. Two minutes, and just let him pop up and and be gone, <laughs> and just let people, you know, get a little taste of it. That's all. Yeah. Because this movie's going to be over oversaturated already with the amount of people who are already in it. In fact, we're getting Sinister Six plus the other Spider Man. So this is going to be overload over overload. Is it's like just hopefully they don't oversaturate it enough that people don't want to come back and like, oh, okay, I'm kind of tired of this. I mean, so again, that that that's the, that's the big question. They got so many question marks. They got to nail. They got to nail at least eight or nine out of like a, at least. More than half, if not, they got to go perfect if they're going to nail this. Because if they don't nail this and this one isn't as successful as as we're all expecting, you can, you, you, we can probably listen. You can try to kiss Spider Man goodbye for a little while, at least, unfortunately. Right. So, uh, yeah, going ahead, ben, Quentin. I'm sorry about that. I'd say, uh, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
So with that being said, guys, that's going to be it for our show for tonight. I want to thank Quentin from Severe Comics coming on, talking about uh, the Spider-Man trailer and stuff like that, the expectations that we have for this movie, and just doing a little bit of a trailer breakdown in a sense and also just relaxing, just talking about uh, Spider-Man. So tell me what you guys think. Tell me, are you guys excited about Spider-Man? Do you have high expectations of Spider-Man? Tell me in the comment section below. Also, too, I just want to thank Charlie for joining me as well on the, over here. Tomorrow night, though, 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, we are going to have our Hawkeye Episode 1 and Episode 2 review. So that's going to be tomorrow night. And then Friday is going to be Episode 3 of Hawkeye. And then that's what's going to continue off our Hawkeye Fridays. So that's where we're going to be having every Friday is Hawkeye Fridays. So with that being said, guys, I hope that you enjoy this as much as I do and everything. Quinn, where can everybody follow you at if they want to follow you on social media and all that other good stuff and if they want to buy some comics? Yeah, you can you can read my comics at www.severecomics.com. You can read all my comic books for six dollars a year. And if you if you want to hear some audiobooks, you can check me out on my YouTube channel on Severe Comics. I just now just now started on that. All right, and you guys can go on ahead, follow me underneath Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, underneath the same brand name on Instagram. Of course, you guys can go on ahead. Subscribe over to YouTube right now. We're kind of grounded from YouTube for two weeks because of some stuff that happened. But you guys can catch that up on our audio section and also our, our video section as well on our Facebook page and things like that to get, fill in the blanks on what's going on over there. So another thing, too, is if you guys want to donate to the page, how do you do that? Just go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Movie Lovers Podcast. Donate five ten dollars over there. But a simple like, a simple share goes a long way here at Movie Loves Unite. So go ahead, smash that subscribe button, smash that share button. Let everybody else know about Movie Loves Unite. Also, too, go ahead, follow us underneath Twitter at Movie Lovers Unit, Movie Lovers Unit Zero on, on TikTok as well. And then, of course, if you'd like to be on the show, if you're a sponsor, go ahead and message me at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere that you guys can follow me at. I can't wait to do this again. And thanks again, guys. I appreciate you guys taking the time out of your night to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. And hopefully we'll be able to do this at a movie review. So always until next time. Bye-bye.